You're listening to the Geriatric Mamas Podcast with Jessica Raziri and Sonia Tapley. I think you're being very insensitive to be laughing at this. I woke up like this. This is what happens when you're a prehistoric. Oh my you just God. suddenly wake up with an old lady do and curlers in your hair. It's it just is, a thing. It's so classic. I'm yeah. Do you like obsessed. it? Obsessed. <laughs> I'm obsessed. Okay, so I really need one of those. But anyways, um, people don't know at all what we're, what talking, we're talking about. about. So, uh, <laughs> so yeah, why don't you describe what you're looking at right now? What so right see? now I am looking at that's a good idea, Jess. <laughs> I think I will. Um she's wearing Jessica Lynn is wearing a blue silver, very, very well cut. Like I feel like you cut this on your own. <laughs> <laughs> Love the hair. Oh yeah. Oh, embarrassing. <laughs> I can't really dance without hitting my mic. I'm about to knock the out of my belly, so I'm just going to calm down for everyone. I was just telling Scotty that I was like, yeah, my hair is, it's like, it's supposed to be like washing hair day. It's greasy. And I'm like, fuck it. I'm geriatric. I'm just going to put on this old lady wig that I have. I was not expecting visitors. So this is... <laughs> Amazing. We have surprise guests with us today because it's Jessica's 61st birthday. So we have Tiffany and Amanda, two people who we talk about all the time on this show. How fun! Happy birthday! (laughs) All right, that's a really good surprise. I had no idea. No wonder you were like, no wonder you were like, well, let me know before you hit record. So I never say you don't really care. It's it's close enough to the surprise anyway. So if I fuck it up now, it's fine. (laughs) Usually you don't care. So I'm just like, okay, I'm hitting record. Yeah, exactly. Well, wow. Yes, you have made it this far as a geriatric mama. Yeah. Congratulations. <laughs> Thanks for just taking one painful day at a time. I know. I know. I hear you. Just two weeks ago, we were saying happy birthday to the pregnant Jurassic dinosaur who's joined us, uh, yeah. Tiffany. Yeah. yeah. Any tips on being a fossil? Yeah. I know. Any tips on how to become a fossil? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Just really survival, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I know. That's literally how I feel as well. It's like, I just like go into things that I'm like, okay, I know it's going to hurt to get down on the ground to play with Mm -hmm. my child and that it's going to hurt to get back up. But like, this is where we are. And (laughs) that's just a thing. It's a lot worse than you're pregnant because then you're like, yeah, Yeah, exactly. Oh my God. I can't even, I don't even, yeah, I can't even imagine. Because I'm sure it's just like swollen as fuck, but then it's like Bradley doesn't give a shit. He's just like. I can keep up, Mama. I yeah. in the 20s, you know, this would be no problem. I'd be like, I'm up all night, you know, come out. Right. Right. Yeah. I think there, there's a reason why people, you know, that like they suggest, they recommend people do this in their 20s. I'm, yeah. I'm guessing that this is why. I mean, yeah. no. For your body, yes. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, exactly. Mentally, no. For your body, 
Absolutely. Yeah. Because that 20 year old Jessica had no business yeah. raising another human. She couldn't even yeah. raise herself. Like, <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Let's be real. Oh my God. Let's be real here. <laughs> Let's be real here. I'm having a really hard time keeping a straight face with that wig. I on. can't take it off. I know. Jessica's but wearing an old I'm lady wig. Start oh. the party. So We've got the party going. Too. Okay. I'm so bad at this. Mm-hmm. Good. I figured I'd pop it on on recording for the effect, but now I'm kind of like, oh God, oh God. (laughs) Anticipating. She's struggling to open this. Because I'm geriatric. Exactly. I know. (laughs) This is going to be dangerous. Don't put an eye out, okay? (laughs) I really should have done this before. (laughs) I would just shoot it into your wig. It'll be fine. Yeah. Oh, thank goodness. Why was that so hard? It's because I'm prehistoric. That's yeah. why it's so hard. I'm so glad it popped before you croaked. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. So is the Shirley Rosé, is it good? Like the non-alcoholic rosé? It is. So I like the brew and the, um, and the ro- well, basically rosé. Um, it's mm-hmm. not as sweet as like, well, I, I like it because it's a little bit. Yeah um lighter in mm-hmm. flavor so yeah. but it's good yeah. yeah it's a little bit tart okay. i like that so yeah i hadn't okay. tried it yet not too bad yeah this pregnancy i didn't i didn't stay away from alcohol 100 percent like i did her in her last pregnancy so. yeah she was, oh, i was wondering yeah, yeah. <laughs> amanda's like okay this time i have a toddler yeah. and a pregnant sister yeah. to deal with um mama amanda's gonna have a yeah. fucking drink yeah, yeah. <laughs> sippy here there but um yeah not get too crazy. I was wondering. That's why I didn't text either of you about bringing champagne or rosé. I was like, no, <laughs> neither one of them are going to be drinking. So, Oh, but they did anyway. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Perfect. We're celebrate with our system. Rosé yeah. all day. All right. Well, Jessica, I feel like you should tell us your secret to longevity. And also, like, how do you feel? You're, you're, you're a little bit more geriatric today. Yeah. You know what's <laughs> funny is um, – and I remember like being younger and hearing old people say this mm-hmm. and I was just like, yeah, right. You're old as fuck. Shut up. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, I feel like I like when, like my mind mentally, like I think that I'm still like that teenager or like 20 mm-hmm. something. Yeah. 20 something for sure. And like, I like have all these like thoughts when I see like, you know, makeup tips or like outfits and I'm like, oh yeah, that'd be so great. And then I pass a mirror and I'm like, <laughs> oh. <laughs> but one problem you are yeah. not yeah. that like 20 something year old girl yeah. anymore so I don't know I think like it's definitely like mind over like mm-hmm. there's some physical things you can't change obviously mm-hmm. I mean you can't to a certain extent it's like you can like try to like build all the muscle in the world but your skin is still gonna fucking sag on you and your tits are still gonna <laughs> flop all over the place unless you medically do something about it but yeah <laughs> I feel like I feel like really what's just like kept me going is just like finding the humor in things and just like laughing along, you know, like that's why we created this podcast, right? Yeah. Like mm-hmm. is because like the term geriatric pregnancy is fucking offensive, but it's also hilarious mm-hmm. when you right. think about it. Mm-hmm. And so it's just like, I think just finding the humor in like the most uncomfortable <laughs> moments <laughs> and also just like you bitches too have like mm-hmm. helped with that because we all have like the same like sense of humor and so you have made it easy also with like you know when it's like the darkest of times still yeah. finding 
a way to laugh mm-hmm. through it, you know? Um, and I, I really think that that's the trick is just yeah. like finding humor, mm-hmm. not taking yourself so seriously, mm-hmm. laughing a lot, um, and just embracing your inner fossil or in my case, outer, outer fossil. <laughs> no, you really look amazing. Remember back in the day when we would be like, when we get old, we're not going to like cut off all of our hair. We're not going <laughs> to stop wearing makeup. We're not going to let ourselves go. I, I mean, know. there are times when I send you pictures of some like really short haircuts. And then I remember, I remind myself, we're never going to do that, Sonia, because you were never going to cut your hair off. So I just thank ourselves for that conversation that yeah. we made a pack that we're not gonna do that we're gonna just keep you know keep looking yeah, like ourselves. I, I feel like we all need to keep each other in line because if yeah. we notice one of us is like kind of like going off the deep end and starting to like do things you know of like you know if crocs make it into our little group like yeah. we have a problem yeah. like yeah we need to make a pack like no crocs mm-hmm. this like is a wig you know mm-hmm. but like nothing beyond a wig yeah. when it comes to this shit like <laughs> it's just the yeah. second we notice a bitch going going overboard we need to like send yeah. her a life vest and pull her back <laughs> in because yeah yeah can't, i can't we just need to watch out <laughs> was it two weeks or last week i get on i get on the podcast or i get on before we record and you're like hmm did you get side bangs? Like, what's happening here? <laughs> I was like, no. And I was like, I'm thinking about it. That's why. I'm like, I'm thinking about it. I'm testing it out for the episode. And you're like, no, you're not You're not going to do that, Sonia, because that just wouldn't make sense for you. We're always going to have this center part because that's mm-hmm. what looks good on your face. Because we're millennials. Exactly. that's just what we do. Yeah. <laughs> Between, like, the side part and the mm-hmm. – it's like we like the versatility of going back and forth, mm-hmm. you know? It's like right. when you have a side bang, that's such a commitment. It's mm-hmm. like, well, this is all you have. Right. I wish Unless I could. You want a random step on the side of your head that looks weird when you like yeah. put it in the middle. Like, it's just, this is It makes it is. me wish that you had like, <laughs> it kind of makes me wish you had phoned a friend before you went to meet Adam's family that day when you, did you guys see the picture of Jessica it's so going? bad. <laughs> the day that she met Adam's like well, aunt and like funny? family and stuff, she had this aggressive, like, all the way across her face, side part. Yeah, but, but, no, but Tiffany used to try to say something to me about it. We were in oh, really? Vegas. Yes, we were in Vegas and I was doing my hair. And Tiffany's like, no, this is kind of, yeah, she's like, she's like, uh, it kind of looks like an overcomb. Like, can we just like pull some hair back over here? It's really aggressive. And like, I don't know what I was seeing. My like vision was just like par- clearly impaired. Um, and I was just like, what are you talking about? No, like this looks great. And she's like, Okay. Like she tried to tell me and I just didn't see it. You clearly had her halfway. Do you remember that? not ready to hear it yet. That's no. all. I yeah. was not ready. I was not. But that photo is like so aggressive. It's like, what in the Justin Bieber is happening here? It's like so bad. And I thought it looked so cute. It looks like a different wig than the one you have on today. Like, the one I have on today, I feel like looks better than what was happening in that I mean, photo. You do really look nice in that thing. I mean, it's the color just does something for you. I like it. For purposes of this episode, it's great, but like, right. just don't do it. Right, exactly. Um, so I had asked Tiffany and Amanda to join us for the entire episode as our surprise guest for Jessica's birthday episode. Mm-hmm. So this is going to be a birthday special and we're going to talk about a few things including um, keeping little ones safe at the pool and hot tub because we know you know with spring break and 
summer coming up. This is a really important topic, and we're going to talk about personal space with babies in stores. Like, how close should you really get to another person's baby? Oh, God. So we have some questions for Jess that were asked on Instagram, and we also have finished this sentence for you, and the sentence was, what geriatric mamas do? So... We're going to hop right into it, starting off with the Mommy Facebook group post about children drowning. So I know this is a huge downer. So I saw this Facebook post on one of the mommy pages um, on Facebook, and this mom was asking for advice because her family had booked a vacation home that had a pool without a fence around it for the entire family stay for one week. Um, And she had a newborn and a toddler, and her husband wasn't going to be there uh, to help her with them. Uh, So she was worried that her toddler would access the pool while she was busy trying to take care of the newborn, and the family didn't see a problem. Well, you know, needless to say, the comments were insane. There were over 200 comments on this when I saw it, and they were growing steadily as I was trying to read all of them. But when I checked, there were so many horrific nightmare stories in the comments of, you know, similar situations, but like parties or um, family gatherings around a pool where there were lots of adults, but like everybody else thought that someone was watching the child and no one was actually watching the child. You know, there were stories of actual drownings and there were stories of you know, severe brain damage and all that stuff. So just really, really bad. Um, But one of the stories in the comments was different. A toddler got up sometime in the early morning hours while all the adults were still sleeping and went to the pool with no fence around it at the vacation rental home and he drowned. He had opened the back door on his own and he tried to go swimming. And so, of course, when all the adults woke up, it was too late. Like, he was already gone. I saw this post and, like, I was reading all the comments and, you know, all of them were just making me, you know, even more just, like, I don't know. They were giving me PTSD and, you know, it obviously hasn't happened to us. But then I saw that one and I was just, like... Our vet, um, this is, like, also, like, another downer story. This is while she was out on maternity leave. So she had... A six-year-old daughter, I think. She was like – no, maybe she was four. She was like any, between like four and six mm-hmm. and like really good swimmer. She had done like swim lessons. Like they, you know, um, were doing all of like the precautions or whatever. They had like a gate around the pool, but she, of course, knew how to like open up the gate. Yeah. And it was always like a thing to like not go in the pool without, you know, an adult, an adult yeah. being outside. It was always a rule. So she's, um, our vet was like home on on maternity leave. She was tending, she was feeding her son and her daughter said, mommy, I want to go up. I'm going to go out back and play. And she said, okay. And so she didn't think anything of it. She goes out back to play and, um, she realized she hadn't like heard from her in a little Mm -hmm. bit. So she like steps out to go see her and she sees her floating in the pool Oh my god! and she like runs to her and she ended up like, she like drown and um she said that and she was just like didn't understand she's like she's a good swimmer she knows not to go in the pool i don't understand why she went in there like she noticed that like um when she went like later on like at like the wake or whatever she noticed a little bruise on her head Mm -hmm. so she's thinking what happened is that she maybe wasn't intending to go in the pool but maybe she slipped and then she hit her head and then like that would explain because she 
she's been trained to like, if you fall in, this is how you get out, you know? So I share that to say that it's like, even if it's like they're quote unquote, the best swimmers. And even Mm -hmm. if like you instill these rules to your child, don't go Mm -hmm. near the pool, don't open the gate, don't go in here without adult supervision. Mm -hmm. At the end of the day, they're kids and it's not up to them to stay safe. Right. You can give them the tools, but at the end of the day, they're still a kid. Right. Exactly. So. Oh my God. But yeah, it was like a horrific story. They have like at the vet, there's like, there's like crayon drawings on the wall. um, Mm -hmm. And there, there was a wall that they were supposed to be repainting because she had like colored on the wall, but -hmm. they're not repainting it. They're leaving it there. Yeah. Yeah. And and I'm right here. It's just like, it's devastating. I had a part of a story as well. Um, A friend of ours here. I think it was a coworker of theirs, but anyways, it was um, just a couple with a young toddler and um, they both thought each other was watching him and he ended up climbing out the dog door and got in the pool and drowned. Mm-hmm. And obviously they were devastated because they were both like, I thought yeah. you had him, I thought you had him, you know, I know yeah. that can be because like Bradley literally dives out the dog door and he can get, we don't have a pool. And he'll just go out yeah. on the deck and we always see him through the window. And we're like, dude, seriously? Okay. Yeah. Um, but yeah. I, we know how easy that is that can happen. So, um, mm-hmm. yeah, I just, it's so scary to, and we right. teach him quite a bit. And, you know, we've had pools and stuff without gates around them. So just something, actually, when we were in, Guil- in yeah. Anguilla, we had Bradley there and there was no gate around the pool. He was only seven months at the time, but um, so always, you know, with us, but oh, still, yeah. It's just scary to think about that that could happen easily and like what a devastating time and any time would suck, but like being on vacation in a way or out of a country, you know, that happening. I just can't even imagine. Yeah. And I can't imagine like her family not fully understanding that she's trying to take care of a newborn and a toddler at the same time and how dangerous it could be because, you know, it's so easy for it to happen where like one parent or one grandparent or one aunt thinks that someone else is watching the baby or the toddler and no one actually is. And, you know, we've had incidents like that with Annabelle, thank God, not like drowning or like actually anything happening. But like at her first birthday party, there was an incident where like someone thought the other person was watching her and then something happened. And then like I have friends walking through the door to her birthday party and I'm like on the floor, like crying because something happened. Um, It just happens so easily in situations like that. So definitely being mindful mindful of who is actually watching the child um, is super important. And actually, I was going to therapy at the time and I brought this up in a therapy session. And she said that this is when most incidents happen is when there's a large group of people and everyone thinks that someone else Mm -hmm. is watching the child. It's very common for accidents to happen in those situations. Um, Mm -hmm. And I did write a blog about this actually because it's just something that I'm super passionate about especially after reading like all 250 something comments that were there and so I did a lot of research and came up with the three like top basic tips um, for keeping babies safe um, near pools and hot tubs and the first tip was of course assign a water watcher so always have an adult within arm's reach of a you know, beginner swimmer, a baby or toddler, just, you know, either holding them or within an arm reach, depending on their skill level with swimming. 
And then second is give them the gift of swim lessons. Um, that's where Annabelle is right now. She has swim lessons every Sunday now, and we're super excited about it. She absolutely loves her classes. And I know, Tiffany and Amanda, you're currently taking Bradley to swim classes, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah since he was six months old. Right then. Yeah. Yeah. Usually, that's amazing. Usually, my husband Cameron brings him um, going with yeah. them because um, it's just, it's easier for, like, for me to grab him from the pool or whatever. And there's mm-hmm. been times when Cameron and I were on vacation and... I do it um, myself. Yeah. Auntie, nanny, Linda mm-hmm. would bring him. Perfect. And then using fences, alarms, and covers. Because as you guys have all mentioned, like fences are a thing. They're they're great for like the kids who can't open the fence mm-hmm. um, and get into the pool area by themselves. But what is really important also, especially at a certain age for kids, is adding an alarm to both the door that gets outside and then the door that leads into the actual pool area. Because so I think what happened was with this particular instance of the drowning of the the little boy was that there was a fence around the entire house. There was a fence around the pool, but only like within the backyard. But they're supposed to technically legally for like vacation homes and hotels and all that stuff. There's supposed to be another fence specifically just for the pool, mm-hmm. not just the backyard. Yeah. So there's that. So technically in that situation, there would be like the alarm for the door to get out to the backyard that's fenced in. Mm-hmm ideally and then also the alarm for the door that gets into the pool specifically and that is code in most places by the way you're supposed to have yeah exactly i think where like sometimes people get like wishy-washy about it is with like the vacation rental homes like airbnbs and i know there's other companies that do like rental homes and stuff and so like people can choose you know how they're going to go with the whole pool situation like are we going to have a pool are we going to make sure that the pool itself has a fence or just the backyard with Mm -hmm. the pool has you know what i mean so like those are just really important things for people to look at and i don't think that this woman was being you know unreasonable asking for a pool with a fence around it I probably just wouldn't have gone in that situation mm-hmm. if my husband couldn't be there and I had a newborn and I was worried about my baby, my other baby. Yeah. It definitely wouldn't have. All right. Anyways. So <laughs> moving on. Um, Jessica has stories to tell. Yeah. So I also like kind of have a question though for oh, like yeah. our listeners as well, you mm-hmm. know, just like after I share what I'm about to share, because like yeah. I truly don't know how to like handle these situations. <laughs> I think I know what I'm supposed to do, but it's just like not comfortable for me to do it. So I just mm-hmm. need to like figure it out. <laughs> but I've had like now two instances that were just like really are you having a hard time <laughs> taking me seriously? <laughs> I just I just shifted out of the outline and now I can see your beautiful face again <laughs> with this away. Yeah. I'm sitting here talking about all these heavy like hard like topics. I'm like, uh huh, yeah, great. And I have this like fucking wig on. It's great. Take me seriously. Okay. So yeah, I've had like a couple weird encounters when I've gone out with Hayden. So the first one. Like, and I'm used to people coming up to Hayden in a store being like, oh, he's beautiful. Always a baby. Like, babies are cute. Okay. You know, like, it's fine. I appreciate Mm -hmm. it. I'm just like, I know he's amazing, right? And I just like move on. I love it. It's fine. But like, then there's been like a couple that I've just been a little too much. Mm -hmm. Um, So the first one that happened that was like actually kind of scary 
We were at Central Market, and for those that don't know, have a Central Market, um, I feel like the best way to describe it, and Tiffany, correct me if you think I'm wrong, but I feel like it's kind of like a cross breed between like a Trader Joe's and Whole Foods, and it's just like everything's just like super fresh. Yeah. Um, and does. like, I'm like so sad we don't have them out here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's not like I went to like a Kroger or like. Mm-hmm. a Shaw's, you know, a shop and save or something that's like, you know, like just get your groceries and move the fuck on with your life. Like I was at like a nice place where like it's kind yeah. of a certain demographic goes, mm-hmm. you know, so that also kind of like threw me off because I was definitely of all places wouldn't have expected this to happen there. And again, it's probably just me being naive, but so we're at Central Market and I'm like really fo- – stop laughing at me. <laughs> I'm really far- – <laughs> Um, it's not much better under this wig so take what you get Um, (laughs) so I'm at Central Market and you know we were doing a little like New Year's dinner with Adam and my father-in-law and we were getting steaks so it's a really good place to go for steaks and so we were getting steaks and um, my husband wanted a loaded baked potato I don't really buy sour cream much um and so I was staring at the sour creams because I just wanted like a small thing of sour cream I didn't want like Mm -hmm. this big jug and they didn't have a small thing so I'm really like fixated on the sour creams like really contemplating like what the fuck am I gonna do here and like it was like a huge decision and so I wasn't really entirely like paying attention well, this lady comes up in the corner of my eye and she goes up to Hayden. She's like, oh, what a precious little boy. And I was like, wasn't, I was like kind of looking, but not really. He's like, oh, thank you. And I'm like back to like staring at my sour cream. And she's like, what's his name? And I was like, oh, his name is Hayden. Not really thinking, mm-hmm. um, just say his name. And she's just like, oh, what a beautiful name. And I'm like, yep, it's beautiful and I'm like still looking at my sour cream to be like where the fuck is the small sour cream and then she like she goes um can you say hello can you say hello how old is he and I was like uh he's 15 months um she's like oh yeah you can talk you can talk she's like can you say hello and now I start kind of turning because I'm realizing this is a little bit more of Mm -hmm. an interaction than I was expecting Mm -hmm. and he had his pacifier in and he's holding his blinky and um she she pulls his pacifier out of his mouth (gasps) and that's where my like whole like face just kind of like shifted I'm like hold on right and I froze up and like, I don't know, like I literally, cause I was just like taken aback. I'm like, who, who the fuck does that? You know, right. like it's one thing if it's like a friend or a family member or somebody who knows like fine, mm-hmm. but this is a complete fucking stranger. And she's like, I'm not going anywhere until you say hello. And she's like right in his face. She's like, I'm not leaving until you say hello. Say hello, Hayden. Say oh hello. Gosh. And I was just like, uh-huh, yeah, he's a little tired. Um, just woke up from a nap. So he's probably not going to talk to you. Mm-hmm. And hoping that she would like take my like social cues and just like leave. Mm-hmm. Um, but she wasn't picking up on it and mm-hmm. she just kept going. And then Hayden starts to like pout mm-hmm. and then like looked at me like, mom, like get this weirdo yeah. out of my face. And then she was like, Oh, am I, she's like, am I scaring you? And I was like, yeah, I, I think so a little bit. Like he's just, mm-hmm. like I said, he's tired and you know, he's just, he gets a little shy and she's like, Oh, and then I start just kind of like moving the cart, uh, indicating like 
gotta fucking go. Yeah. And so like I leave and then I felt like I kept seeing this bitch all throughout the store and she kept being like, Hayden, Hayden, are you ready to talk to me now? Are you ready to talk to me now? And then I'm like, oh my God, why did I tell her his name? And I'm just like, fuck. And literally like if I needed to go over here to get like lime juice or something like I was like zigzagging throughout the store and like going to like all these different places because it just felt like she was like following me yeah she probably wasn't but it just like everything in me just kind of felt like unsafe and like it just wasn't a good situation to the point where like the person when they were grabbing um bagging my groceries they were like Mm. um they were like do you want help out to your car and I was like actually yes that would be great just so that I could have someone walking with me to the car Mm -hmm. um And I just like remember getting him like into the car and like feeling like I had to look behind my back. And it's like, cause you hear like these stories all the time. It's like, Mm -hmm. you would have never suspected this sweet old lady like coming up. And she was like, you know, she was probably like in her like sixties, like, so not like super old, but like old enough to fucking know better. You know what I mean? And like, um, and then she was with her mother, you know, who was obviously an, an older woman and so it seemed like at face value it would seem like a safe situation but the mm-hmm. but she just definitely made us uncomfortable like definitely yeah. like invaded the space and it was just like what the hell so <laughs> I don't really know what the proper thing to have done in that moment like I now like regret like I now know like I don't know that I should tell people his name mm-hmm that I don't know, like, mm-hmm. but then it's like, is that rude to like, I don't know. And then I don't want to lie. Like no. what is going, yeah, what's like, going on in your head? Like, right. Yeah, it was kind just of like plan, so... master plan, like. Take- right. Right. It was just so bizarre. I was like, oh my God. Like I was picturing like, of course this is where my mind goes. I watch way too much true crime. Same. Um, but yeah. like, <laughs> Yeah. And like, I was just picturing like, what if this is like a, what if this is an operation? Like, what if these old ladies, like, this is what they do. Mm -hmm. They like, they stock up on, they like, they stock like a single mother in a store and they like follow her around and they make her think that it's like a sweet old innocent Mm -hmm. situation. And then they like, they like fucking go all ninja on her and then like kidnap her child. Like who knows? You don't know. Like, but it's like, I'm just like thinking of all the worst and I was like freaking out. And like, I got in my car and left the doors and I'm just like, Oh, and guess what? I left without sour cream. Yeah, of course you did. Of course you did. And I didn't even get the fucking sour cream. Moving on. You're like F the sour cream. No sour cream. Sorry. It's not meant to be Adam for the sour cream. And then, like, the other instance I had was at Costco. This one wasn't as traumatizing. It was just kind of, like, weird and gross. So we were at Costco, and, um, like, Hayden – I've learned, like, like a trick with Hayden is if I know that I have, like, kind of, like, a big grocery list or I know that, like, I want to just, like, have time to browse and I don't want to be, like, rushing around in the store, like, I get him a snack. Usually I pack snacks to give him, but, like – there's certain places that he looks forward to at Target. I get him a little cake pop Um, at Costco. I get like the, um, I wish they just had like French fries or something, but they don't, but I get this, like, it's like a, it's like a cheesy bread thing. And it has like pieces of chicken inside of it. It's like a chicken bake, I think is what it's called, Mm -hmm. but it's just easy for me to like break off pieces and give it to him. And Mm -hmm. so he's all content and he's all excited. He's eating his thing or whatever. So he's eating his little like bread thing. And this like um, Asian woman is she's an older Asian woman is like walking towards me and I literally watched her like hawk a loogie on the floor in the middle of Costco, like on the floor right in front of us. And I literally made the face of like, ew, 
like and I couldn't yeah. help it because it was just so gross and it just yeah. like happened I was like ew and she saw me make that face and then she comes right up to me and Hayden I'm like oh god now she's gonna confront me for making a face at her hawking the loogie like what the <laughs> fuck get up like what the hell is going on and she like nudges me aside and she gets like right into Hayden and she's like can I have that and she's like has these like long disgusting fingernails she's like can I have that can I have that and I think she thought she was teasing with him mm-hmm. but she was scary as fuck and like I knew like I, I just watched this bitch hawk a on the floor like I'm sure those fingers aren't very clean yeah like God knows what was under those nails <laughs> And so, like, and then Hayden's just looking at her like, Mom, get her out of my face. And I literally kind of, like, turned my body so it kind of, like, got her out. I was like, ah, and I just, like, kept, like, going. But I'm just, like, I don't. so weird. Right? Like, you know, like, it is a thing of, like, invading a mother's personal space and, like, respecting a child's space, too. I feel like a lot of people assume, like, oh, it's a baby. It's a free-for-all. I'm allowed Mm -hmm. to get in their face. And it's like, no, like, you're not. Like, this is, like. You know, like, yeah. I don't know. Have you guys had anything like weird like that happen? Like, I just, I don't know. I feel Is like it just me. If anything, <laughs> it was when she was an infant and I blocked it out of my memory. What we do always get is because Annabelle's always loved socks and like even when she was an infant and like didn't want to put shoes on, she would always have socks on. And you know, like how there's that whole thing where babies aren't supposed to always have socks on because they're they learn better like their feet have like sensors and like they learn without their socks well every time we go out somewhere in the winter time and she's wearing socks as an infant all the older people at restaurants or in stores will be like oh finally someone who puts socks on their baby (laughs) we would always get the comment about like we're so proud of you for putting something on your child's feet because just like us their feet get cold and it's like I see all of these things on Instagram like uh, don't worry my kid has plenty of socks they just don't like to wear them and throw them off so like we're out here barefoot mm-hmm. not because they don't have their socks but because you know they don't like to wear them. Hayden was one of the ones that hated socks like he just he hated anything on his feet yeah. like for a while like I had to like get like um you know how hard it is to find like infant pajamas mm-hmm. that are footless like it's really like <laughs> it's not a thing because yeah. it's like they're supposed to have things on their feet but he would get pissed mm-hmm. like red face screaming pulling at his feet like because he wanted his feet out like mm-hmm. he just loved touching his feet and mm-hmm. so like I would like put him to bed in like his onesies like I would like I would find Adam's like can we just like cut the feet off of all these pajamas <laughs> and at the time like now in hindsight I look back and I'm like yeah we should have just done that but like it's like no these are cute don't they cut are them. cute yeah <laughs> you know but um yeah mm-hmm. um I did find a another story as well that oh, I thought yes. I could share okay so the article um stranger fake tickles a toddler in a store mom reacts because i grew up in the 1980s i was definitely subjected to many uncomfortable interactions with strangers i'm not referring to stranger danger although that was prevalent in that decade i mean forced hugs and kisses honestly that also sounds bad but Mm -hmm. let me explain when my mother and grandmother spent time with their adult friends i would often hear the sentence give so and so a hug goodbye Mm -hmm. i don't recall feeling weird but it definitely was not a choice Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. Mm. (laughs) I have a strong core memory of dreading going to church for many reasons, but I always tried to avoid shaking our reverend's hand. My grandmother always made me do it. And when I tell you this man had the grip of a professional boxer, Mm. believe it. I okay, this is like another topic, but I cannot handle like strong grip shakers. Like, Mm-mm. why are you when you hear my knuckles cracking in your oh, hand, oh, you're fucking oh. squeezing too hard. Like, Jesus, it's awful. <laughs> I guess God likes a strong handshake. I'm willing to bet someone from my mother's generation made one woman's child uncomfortable in a bizarre exchange in the world. A woman took to TikTok to share this story and boy, it sounds similar. I cannot read today. I'm geriatric. That's my excuse. <laughs> <laughs> Alyssa Gilbert, who goes by at Alyssa.Gilbert on TikTok, is a stay-at-home mom with two kids. One is a toddler and the other is definitely under the age of one. I have to imagine getting them both in the car and then into a shopping cart is quite the ordeal. It can't be easy. <laughs> I love that for you, Tiffany. <laughs> <laughs> she, she also doesn't have time for any tomfoolery or while shopping. This includes an unwanted interaction with a stranger who couldn't identify a boundary if they were struggling if they were struggling on a football field. In an emotionally charged TikTok, Elise, oh wait, I read it as Alyssa, it's Elise. Elise describes an incident she had at Trader Joe's. I don't wanna make a broad generalization about the customers who frequent Trader Joe's, but I am going out on a limb here to say a great deal of them are financially comfortable and might be a bit privileged. First of all, I don't really agree with that because Trader Joe's is cheap as fuck, Mm -hmm. (laughs) so. I feel like that would have been like the demographic for Central Market that I was trying to allude to, um, but not Trader Joe's. I don't, I personally don't think so. Um, Mm -hmm. That's where I shopped a lot in California when I had like no money. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) Said privilege could explain what happened to Elise. After taking a beat to gather herself, Elise told her story in an effort to get the opinions of other moms. Like many women, Elise isn't trusting her gut in this scenario. We've all been there. Picture this. Elise has her baby strapped to the strapped to her chest while her toddler is in the cart. Logistically, she's doing great. The toddler is almost two and, according to Elise, is a very vocal two-year-old. I love that and I hope it continues well into adulthood. Things start off pretty fine. A woman in the store compliments Elise's daughter by saying she's so cute, which is always better than an adult man saying she's beautiful. Elise politely thanks this woman and every and everyone moves on if it only had ended there. They run into the woman in the next aisle, but Elise has her back partially turned to the cart and this woman suddenly out of the corner of her eye Elise sees movement, but didn't think anything until she heard her daughter say, I don't like her. This, of course, causes Elise to turn fully around in order to assess the situation. On the outside, what the woman is doing seems innocuous, but that isn't the point. She was pretending to tickle Elise's daughter, and despite what one person said in the comment about not actually touching her, this wasn't okay. Elise's child was uncomfortable and voiced this feeling pretty clearly. Elise didn't say anything, but did move the cart away from the woman. That didn't stop her because she proceeded to pretend tickle Elise's daughter again. Don't touch me, said Elise's daughter. That's not very nice, sweetie, says the woman to the child. By this point, Elise was pretty done, and I was done right along with her. You're clearly making her uncomfortable, said Elise to this total stranger, because she doesn't know you. The lady responded by laughing, which is wild. 
everyone in the comment section was in full agreement with Elise. She absolutely did the right thing. My theory about this behavior is it's all rooted in rejection. Some folks have such a strong fear of being rejected or hurting someone else's feelings that they will either force their children to do something they don't want to do, or in this case, will tell a parent her daughter is unkind. We can't bend ourselves or our children around the uncomfortable feelings of others. Those feelings are their responsibility. Yeah. I'm like, on one hand, I'm like, well, at least I'm not alone. Right. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it's so true, though. It's like that whole thing of like, respect your elders. And I think that's yeah. probably where all this stems from, because it's like, she was an older woman. And mm -hmm. that's how I was raised. You respect mm -hmm. your elders. You don't talk back. You don't be rude. Mm -hmm. And so I just felt like I kind of shut down because I kind of felt like I didn't, I wasn't, I didn't know what to do, you mm -hmm. know, like, and like, and then yeah. I felt like I was letting Hayden down because in that moment I was supposed to be protecting him. And mm -hmm. like, I didn't know that I really was like, I just, I don't know. I, it was right. just, it was, a, it was awful. It's like, I feel like it's just such a one-off that's happened to you twice. And it's like, how yes. do you, <laughs> like, how do you handle happening? that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I think, you know, you handled it well. And if I were Elise, I would have probably done the same thing. Once I gathered mm -hmm. myself, like once I wrapped my mind around what was happening, I would have said something too. Yeah. But I would love to hear like from our listeners, mm -hmm. like advice of like things that they say, what they, you know, mm -hmm. what they've done in the past. Because right. it's like, you know, when somebody asks you what your child's name is, I feel like it's so uncomfortable to be like, well, I don't want to tell you. Like, mm -hmm. I'm not telling you. Or like, we don't tell strangers our names. Yeah. Like, I just feel like it's just like so rude. But on the other hand, I actually don't know that I want him telling strangers his name. Yeah. No. I don't know that I want to like open that up, you know? No. So it's like, how do you, I don't know. How, like, what's the, what's the proper way of, of handling that without sounding like a complete asshole? I don't even know. Like, I'm trying to think back to my mom because this reminds me of, like, one thing my mom did. You know how everybody in Maine had the L.L. Bean backpacks with, like, their names on it? Oh, yeah. Well, Hayden has, too. <laughs> yeah. Well, my mom, being a nurse and also into true crime, um, she mm -hmm. was very anti even putting your initials because then people could guess. However, mm -hmm. my name was Sonia, and it's not – it wasn't that common so I mean I was always trying to fight that because I wanted what everyone else had um but we were we were allowed to have the backpack but we weren't allowed to have anything on it so just because you know people knowing your child's name can make them obviously start to trust them a little bit make your child start to mm -hmm. trust them when they use their name mm -hmm. um and I just it's like what do you do in those situations when they're newborns you have like the little you know you pop right. them in their everything's car seat, monogrammed and cover. it's so cute yeah, yeah. yeah. and it's I like mean, all his stuff had his name on it it's what yeah. you do it's like you're so proud of the name mm -hmm. and it just it makes yeah. it special but then it's like there is that safety layer of it mm -hmm. of like Oh shit. Right. You know? And there are a lot of parents who don't even say their child's name out loud. Like when they're out, they'll just be like, honey or sweetie or whatever. And then I always yeah. feel weird because Mike and I are always just straight out, Annabelle, Annabelle. And I mean, we have a podcast and everybody. Yeah. Oh my God. That's everybody... right. Well, there it goes. Want to know his name? Just tune in to Geriatric Mamas. And, and go on my Instagram and my Facebook because her name is 
everywhere. Yeah. So like yeah. Linda, Linda is probably rolling in her grave right now. But I don't know what the answer is for toddlers or kids that don't fit into a tiny little infant car seat anymore with the cover over it. It's like there, there has to be a way to be assertive mm-hmm. about it without mm-hmm. sounding rude. But I just, I don't know. I don't. I've never mastered how no. to be assertive without being rude me either <laughs> like it just I always so rude I come off I so aggressive <laughs> it's so aggressive <laughs> Sonia's face like I'm literally just straight face like don't do that like uh, I'll be like get the fuck away from me yeah <laughs> like there's like no like <laughs> middle ground like <laughs> we're like claiming harassment at the customer service desk sorry go ahead what'd you say Tiffany Oh, that was me. I said, I'm the only one that doesn't, I don't have that like resting bitch face or, you know, like my, you can't tell. Exactly I mean, my son even does it. He'll stare you like dead in the eyes. Like he's looking through you and I'm like, that's all me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, how would you, how would you like Tiffany Amanda, like how would you have handled that situation? Like what, like, do you think? I probably would have been similar to what you done so I haven't brought him out and about a lot like you do I mean he's in school during the day so we try and get stuff done when he's in school um or like Amanda nannies him so like one of us will go um we also order groceries in often too so um we we haven't really brought him like I haven't brought him by myself a lot um we have Amanda and I have brought him shopping together a couple times and he like left it was like earlier on when he was like sleeping in his stroller so no one was really bothering him I mean people would say he's cute and whatever. And I feel like we're, it often happens more when we're like, Oh, like Cameron and I will bring him out. Um, you know, there's, you know, when we go to eat and stuff like that and people will wave to him and talk to him, but I haven't had many where they came really close or tried to touch him or anything like that. But I can imagine my face would let them know quickly to like back off. Um, but yeah. you know, and it's not, not to be rude, but you know, it's just, and, and I worry already like having an infant in the house with my, toddler bringing all these viruses home all the time um you know like some random stranger coming up to my young baby I like no like I didn't have that happen before but there's no way I would let that fly I would and I mean I don't know what the exact words are but like that person is being rude they're they don't realize that they are or maybe they just don't care but I mean Mm -hmm. you're protecting your child it's your job it's not a popular vote you're not trying to be cool you're literally protecting your child and if right that, that then they don't deserve to be uh, you know yeah, with your time right. go away <laughs> and also too it's like you know i don't owe them anything no, i'm never no. gonna and see them again right. you're, you're by yourself with your kid just like just push the card off circle around and get your sour cream later i mean i guess that's probably the easiest thing is like thanks and just like yeah get off yeah. you know because okay. they, yeah they, then they literally have to chase you at that point. Most people are going to back off at that point. If someone still doesn't, mm-hmm. they can be like, excuse me, you're taking it a little too far. Yeah. Yeah. This wig is like, are you getting so high? Tight. Oh, it's just so tight. It's like, it's giving me a facelift. Actually. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so proud of you for keeping it on. Yeah. The whole episode. I'm just like, Whoa. Ooh, turn to the right oh. again. Ooh. Yes. Yes. I love that. I love it for you. Oh, it's all up there. It's so good. What would you guys do, though, if literally, like, this is the look I was going for? Like, I just... You just let your hair go, and then you cut it off. I would actually make a new wig. Well, first of all, I don't have grays yet. (laughs) Not yet. Luckily. Not yet. Oh, God, now I jinxed it. It's going to happen. I don't think I will, but... (laughs) 
we asked our Instagram followers to send in questions in honor of Jessica's birthday. Uh, So we're going to go ahead and read them to you. So the first question um, is from Kate, Jessica's cousin. She wished she could be here today, but she couldn't. Um, She wasn't going to get home in time. Uh, So her question for her lovely cousin is, what's the one thing you did in your childhood slash teens that you pray Hayden never does? (laughs) So one thing that I love about being a millennial, and I've seen other people post Mm -hmm. this, and it's so fucking true is that there's really not a lot of documentation out yes. there. Yes. There's no proof. So true. No. There's really no proof. It's just housed right in our steel trap yes. of a mind. We know. So, like, <laughs> I don't know that I even want to put this out there, like, because then it's out there and it's like, it happened. <laughs> you know? So I kind of just, like, feel like I just want to plead the fifth. Okay, so... <clears throat> Here's the thing. I feel like my personality type is very much like I I need to try everything once. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, but then also what seems to happen is when I try things once, I I get in trouble. Um <laughs> and I don't do it again, right? But I I very much am like, hey, I'll try anything once. And so um there's there's that. Do what you want with that information. I, I mean, feel like that's such a good question. Um and it's hard. It is because it's like I don't I don't want to answer it because right. like I don't know that I want I, I very much love that my life is kind of a mystery. Right. <laughs> like only you girls really know. Like know. you know, like we were talking about that like when we did the whole what was it? Oh, when we did the We're Geriatric Obamas, of course we would episode. It was the dirty thirty. We were talking about how we were happy that things weren't documented because there weren't like cameras everywhere. However, Jessica, you always had a camera on you. You just didn't always whip it out. Yeah, but then I would lose it. You know how many cameras I've lost because my drunk ass couldn't like. Or like when you fell in the pool at Vegas. Yeah. (laughs) Yes, I would never. I would never carry a purse, and if I did carry a purse, it was never big enough for my camera. So I would always like have other people holding my camera, Mm -hmm. or I'd end up fucking losing it in a taxi cab, Mm -hmm. or like it would. Mm -hmm. It would fall in a pool in Vegas like myself. <laughs> How are you going to teach Hayden not to crunch his foot every time he gets drunk outside? Crunch his foot? What yes. Because you, you have broken your foot or ankle how many oh, times? Oh, like crunch. Like actually crunch. Like crunch. Picture like scrunching up toes. Like, oh, what? no. No, no, no. <laughs> like broken. Like how are you going to teach Hayden not oh. to break his foot every time he gets drunk outdoors? I can probably answer that for her considering yes. this is how she fell in the Vegas pool. Don't walk in text. <laughs> Don't walk in text while drunk. Yeah. yeah. Look up from your phone yeah. when you're texting. Watch where you're yeah. stepping. Okay. And walking. I feel like um, I will actually, That's since we've alluded to this, and it's a really funny story, I'll, I'll yes. share yes, please. what they're talking about. We need about. this story. We need it. So we have a girl's trip in Vegas. We, um, we meet these guys by, like, the pool that said something about, like, oh, come to this club. It'll be VIP. We had just gone to, like, the Britney concert. And so we're just like, all right, like, before we go back to the hotel, let's, like, go to this club. We have, like, VIP. Let's just, like, <laughs> see what this is all about. So we go in and, um, like, the first part that I I just find is so fucking hilarious for some reason is, you know, there's so many girls there with, like, veils you know on Mm -hmm. because they're there for their bachelorette party and so one of the girls that we were with 
she was wearing my dress and it had beads on the shoulders and the bead got caught on um this bitch's <laughs> veil and the veil had like was really like pinned in there it was like really like bobby pinned in <laughs> And this girl's like walking by, it catches the veil, it rips the veil like, so aggressively. And like the girl, the the one with the veil was like facing me. And so I see her face. She's like, <laughs> like it literally was like somebody like was like ripping her hair. I'm sure yes. it hurt like ouch. Because she had so many bobby. <laughs> And then, like, the girl we were with, you just see her, like, walking off, like, no clue that this happened. Like, mm-hmm. she just, because, like, you're there were so many people. So you're just bumping into people, and you're just, like, going. And she's, like, trying to, like, charge through to get to, like, the back. And so, like, this, <laughs> and then, wasn't it you, Amanda, that was, like, right behind her? Yeah. And so, like, so then the bride-to-be turns around, and all she sees is Amanda. And Amanda's, like, it wasn't me like because it literally looked like it was like it literally looked like amanda had just like like been yeah. like pissed off like oh your happiness fuck this and ripped it off her head like like she was just like so pissed that this bitch was about to get married she's like bitter as fuck or something and like that's literally what it looked like it's like i'm seeing all of this and like so that was like that happened in like the first like three minutes not even of like us walking into this place so it was amazing so it started off great so now we go out back and they had like weren't there like two pools or like or was it just one pool i don't know it was just one and it was all connected yeah oh okay yeah so it was kind of like it had like these like it was kind of like um it wasn't just like a square box pool it was like a weird shape kind Mm -hmm. of thing and we were getting ready to like leave because like you know even at the time we were like were we geriatric then too or were we this still like nine nine years ago maybe we were at the we were at the age where like it just wasn't really fun to be at clubs anymore like we, had to check her out yeah. we were there but like we were like yeah we had more fun in the hotel bar yeah. Right. Yeah. We were like, we're more at the age where it's like, we want to like talk and drink and just be in our pajamas and just like hang out. Like we just thought that that would be more fun. So, but we, but, but like we were me, I was like, cause Drunkako is out and she just feels like she just needs to like be doing the most at all times. And I was like, we're in Vegas. We need to go out. We, we need to like say that we went to a club. We got invited. We're VIP. Like we still got it. We got to, we got to do this. And so like, but at the, you know so now we go all the way back and like we had to assess the situation we decided we were gonna leave and so like i'm on my phone i don't know what the fuck i was doing on my phone but i'm like texting or i'm looking on my phone and all of a sudden like every i'm like fucking and i'm wearing a silk dress i'm wearing like a, a black like it's like native it's actual silk dress and then all of a sudden i'm wet i'm cold <laughs> My knees hurt. I can't get up. I'm like, what the fuck is happening? I look up and like Tiffany's like all the way up here and she's like looking down at me, shocked, but then like laughing hysterically. And I'm like, I'm like, did some bitch just toss me in the pool? Like, what the fuck just happened? So I'm like, like floundering around. Like, you know how like when a dog like is running by a pool and then they accidentally like fall in the pool and they're like, there's a minute of mm-hmm. shock and trying to figure panic. out what the fuck happened like, and panic. Mm-hmm. And then they're like trying to swim to get to surface. It was kind of like that, but um, it took me, it took me a little bit to realize that it was like, I was in the shallow end 
and there was like maybe like this much water. Like I literally, all I had to do was stand up. And it took me a minute to realize that all I had to do was fucking stand up. So like what happened was I wasn't paying attention and because the pool was like kind of like had zigzags or turned or whatever, I stepped, I literally stepped right into the fucking pool Mm -hmm. and then like fell and just started splashing around (laughs) like a fucking animal. Somehow your hair never got wet. It was literally just like your dress. Oh yeah. Yeah, and so like I get up, my hair and everything's okay, but it's like my black silk dress is ruined. Yeah. It's like stuck to my like body. I have blood coming down my knees. Yeah. Um, and I'm just like, and then I immediately stand up and I'm trying to like, I'm pissed because I, for, it took me a minute. Like again, I, I, I thought someone pushed me in. It took me a minute to realize what had just happened. <laughs> I think Tiffany actually was like, you just fell in the pool. And, I'm like, <laughs> and then I'm just like, I'm okay. I'm okay. It's fine. I'll dry off. I'm fine. Like, cause I was just like still in denial that like the night was over. Like we're going back to the hotel, which mm-hmm. the night wasn't over, but, um, and then it, like all of a sudden, like the managers and like the bouncers, everybody's running up to me and I'm like, I'm okay. I'm okay. They're like, you're bleeding. And I looked down at my <laughs> and I legit had blood like pouring down my legs. And I'm like, oh, it'll be okay. I just need a towel. Can you just give me a towel? I'll be okay. And they're like, no, you're coming with me. And then they like get us, they put us in like some elevator. We go down to like what felt like a dungeon. It was like weird. It was like this basement where they like gave me this medical attention. They like cleaned up my like whatever. And then we're just like, all right, we're just going to be on our way. Um, we have pictures in that elevator yeah. going down just with her bloody knee. These are great. Yeah. Somehow you actually threw your phone out and I was yeah. able to get it for yeah. you. So. Exactly. I did. You didn't end up yeah. in the pool. Yeah, I didn't, thankfully, because she was on it. The next question that we got is from Courtney and she asked, what's the best concert you've ever been to? And I just feel like this is the greatest question ever. <laughs> it is the greatest question ever. Um, so I actually have two answers. Mm-hmm. So if I'm answering it from the perspective of when the, this artist was in their prime mm-hmm. and like when it's like was really like exciting, you know, mm-hmm. to like go see this person. Yeah. Then it's actually the same answer as Sonia's. So uh-huh. Sonia and I, our very first concert ever was Usher. Mm-hmm. And it was like back when Usher was like not a 45-year-old man Usher. It was <laughs> not the geriatric version Usher. It oh was my like God, I love it. The he senior citizens so version Usher. Yes. No, he was. So good. But it was like, you know, in his 20s, like yeah. really like it was Usher. Yeah. We, we went and saw Usher. Usher. We saw Usher, but not Usher. Yeah. So that was fun. That was a crazy story. Um, It was a really weird story. We went with like – I don't remember the rest of it after the concert. I just know that there were – yeah. We have a good picture, but there's like this dude in the middle of it, and I don't have the picture anymore. Yeah, we have like this really cute picture of the two of us, and we're like clearly like we had a great day. We did our makeup; our makeup was on point. Our hair looked great, but then like now I I question everything. I know because I don't have the picture to like to double check this anymore. But I know I think we looked good for the time, and like there's just this dude's face like right in the middle because it's like this close up picture, and like I just think he was super proud to be like between two girls 
in oh, this I photo. I remember that. And oh. we were just like, oh, if we could just remove him, this would yeah, be the best I do photo remember that. ever. See, that's what I mean. We have no documentation yeah. of it. So right. it's just kind of like, it's just Because like, we took the picture that? on one of those like little old like Fujifilm cameras. I would say that that was like, that was our first mm-hmm. and most memorable. It was mm-hmm. a really good concert. Mm-hmm. Um, even though we were all the way back in the field. We were like in, like we weren't just it. in the nosebleeds. We were in the grass. We were in the grass. Did we actually were we attend the even concert? in the concert? That's what I was just going to say. Were we even at the concert? Not to mention we drove from Maine to Connecticut and spent the night in Connecticut to go to this effing concert. And we were in the grass. Yeah. We and were we weren't grass. just in the grass. We were against the fence in the back of the grass. <laughs> But it was so good. Usher was so good. good. And so he was just, you know, obviously he was the Super Bowl halftime show. And, like, one of the songs that we saw that was, like, very sexual, like, he was, like, he literally took a girl, like, back when we were at the concert, he took a girl from the audience and he put her on a bed and he was literally, like, having sex with clothes on with this girl on on stage right and so he start he comes out during the super bowl with this like song playing and i'm looking at mike and i'm looking at the screen and i'm looking at mike i'm looking at the screen this was before alicia keys came on so it didn't it wasn't good yet and so he's just looking super fucking geriatric and he's basically like shaking holding the microphone and i'm like mike this is a little different than i remember it when we went to this concert <laughs> yeah me too i was like oh i'm like this isn't exactly him humping a girl on a bed this a is like different. him just like making sure he can but, hold the microphone up but he did so good he did a good job at like the roller skates like yeah what the hell? like i, I would have been on my ass i feel like the beginning was just like haha this was just a joke and then Maybe. alicia keys came out and he like kicked it into high gear yeah it was everything <laughs> from alicia keys and on was yeah awesome. it was um, so good. okay so that was like the first concert when they were in their prime which is like mm-hmm. really exciting and then um i had gone to like other concerts like it was like a few years later i went and saw ja rule and ashante like I'm almost kind of embarrassed to say yeah. it really wasn't that it was good. So it wasn't bad. a good concert. I went too. Really. Yeah, we wait. Did we go together? Didn't we go to that? I don't we remember. Probably, I feel we, like did. we probably did. It was, I feel like we went it was together. It was bad. It was really bad. I also went. It wasn't good. that was horrible. Yeah. Was it? Yeah, it was just so disappointing. He really shows up like two and a half hours late. Everybody's so already bad. wasted from the bar. Like, what else is there to do but wait for him? And he comes and he's. Wasted off his ass. He's you could tell he's high as a kite. He's like seriously he the songs, but it was just like it was so bad. The performance and yeah. it was super short, and then it was yeah. done. Where we we're like, you pay for it too, so that's what's you know. Yeah. And then like I had, I saw um, the Eagles came to Dallas. I think it was like in I mean I think they've been a few more times, but it was like in twenty twenty or twenty thirteen. So they definitely are not in their prime. <laughs> but it's it's the Eagles, right? Like mm-hmm. just to say that like I got to see an Eagles concert was pretty cool. So I've seen like other things, but I would say Ursher, <laughs> like you know, in his prime was great. Mm-hmm. And then the other one, she wasn't in her prime, but you still can't deny fucking it's Britney. Oh <laughs> yeah. my gosh, no. That was so fun in Vegas. Yeah. Yes, we saw Britney um, in Vegas and it was just like, it was 
awesome. She's like, so the tickets really were expensive AF, yeah. but like it was worth it because it was like we knew all the songs. Oh, yeah. We were just sitting there, like we were mm-hmm. singing along to everything. It was just like it brought back like all like the nostalgic like feels. Oh, yeah. It was just like yes, yeah, like, yeah, we were just like yeah. It was so good. And then like um Polly D from Jersey Shore was like yeah. on stage. You remember like yeah. she had him on like a, he made a performance and she had him on a leash and he's like crawling shirtless. And we're just like, Polly D. <laughs> that was super fun. Yeah. yeah. So Usher from like when he was in his prime, like 20 mm-hmm. something Usher. And then Britney, not in her prime, but still amazing. Still like one hell of a performance. It was still a really, like if that wasn't her prime, I would have loved to have seen her in her prime because like mm-hmm. it was an amazing, I feel like it was I an agree. amazing yeah. answer. It was really good. It was. Mm-hmm. That's my answer. I feel like that was such a great question and such a good answer. Mm-hmm. Well, the next thing that we did on Instagram was we asked people to finish the sentence. So a couple episodes ago, we had done um, the topic of we're old moms, so of course we. And so I was like, you know what? Let's see what people have to say about geriatric mamas. So to finish the sentence, we're geriatric mamas, of course we. We had a couple people respond, and the first one was from Maria, and she wrote, take no crap and do things our way. Like, I've definitely gotten, like, some unsolicited advice, some solicited advice, but, you know, I've just kind of, like, gone with my gut with, you know, Annabelle most of the time, and it's never really been about what someone said to me specifically, and I definitely didn't read, like, what to expect. I opened it, and I closed it, and I was like, I'm not, this isn't for me. But yeah, just doing things our own way. I think that's so accurate. I um I read so much stuff. Um, like I've read a ton of books and things, and I just like to mm-hmm. get other people's perspectives because I mean every child is different, and I know like the next one will probably be very different from Bradley. And um, I don't think there like there's one way to mother your child. I think every mm-hmm. kid you have to do things you know that works for them. And so I liked getting different people's perspectives and kind of figure out what I think will work with him. I mean, we're the moms. We know what works best for them. Amanda knows Bradley very well because she takes care of him a lot as well. But, you know, Mm -hmm. we just, like, have to use your best judgment and having, you know, other people's opinions and, like, they've been through it. They're going to have more ideas. So I just, I like to hear them all and then kind of pick and choose what works Mm -hmm. for me. Mm -hmm. And different Mm -hmm. lifestyles, that makes a difference too. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Megan wrote... Don't find out the sex of our babies. We've waited so long to meet them. What's another nine months? I know Alyssa did that. Alyssa did that. She did. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. There's there's a layer of like, oh, like how cool would it be? And like my parents did that with me. Mm-hmm. Like they wanted to be surprised. And I imagine there's a layer of like, like all oh, that, like how cool. But like we've talked about this before. I am way too much of a control freak. Yeah. To yeah. I need to be prepared. Yeah. Like there's right. nothing like like when I really think about doing it. It gives me so much anxiety. Mm-hmm. Right. I need to fucking know. Yeah. I need to prepare. I need right. to know what the nursery is going to be. Like, and I don't want to just have to do it like gender gender neutral. I don't want mm-hmm. to just stay in a box. Like, I mm-hmm. want to be able to like be creative and fun with it. I want to think of names. Like, I wouldn't, I like, had we waited like to know the gender, Hayden would have been nameless for like a few months. Right. <laughs> you know, like he would have had a name for a while because it took a while to think of a name because I had all these girl stuff. Tiffany can relate to this. Mm-hmm. I had all this girl stuff in my head mm-hmm. of like mm-hmm. what the nursery would be, what the name would be, like everything. And then like it was a boy and I needed a fucking minute because I was not ready for that. So mm-hmm. like 
if it was like in that moment of finding out, like, and then, oh my God, what would have happened? Like, had I had him, would I have been like, oh, <laughs> you have a boy. <laughs> like, how horrible. Yeah. I don't want that to be my reaction, you know? So right. it's like, I just, I need to control things mm-hmm. and like, yeah. So I don't know. Like, yeah. 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 No, I mean, well, most of our listeners who are so still much hate here. For all that, but I no, just, I, can't. I think it's so, we are all kind of that way in terms of like being control freaks. I feel like we all have that layer of like needing to know so that we can do X, Y, and Z. And our listeners definitely know like my point of view, like whoever is still listening to this podcast, I think everybody knows that Annabelle was named as an embryo before she was even implanted into my uterus. So like we knew what we were having and we knew her name and then we just kind of like shuffled her middle name mid-pregnancy. So I am in full agreement with you, Jess. And I love that Alyssa was able to do that. And I know a lot of times moms who, you know, have like two of the same sex will like if they get pregnant a third time without like the help of IVF to know the gender or whatever other procedure they'll wait to find out the gender when they're born because they just whatever happens happens but they also don't want to be disappointed throughout their whole pregnancy because there is a grieving period if you really want like if you were pregnant with if you had two girls and you really wanted a boy moms need to be allowed to have that grieving period I feel like if I had um if you know I obviously I have Hayden and mm-hmm. then I feel like if I were to like also like have a girl already mm-hmm. then I feel like if it was my third and I already have one of each then mm-hmm. I feel like maybe you I'd be probably like, do it yeah fuck it that's like, let's true 100 percent because it's like I already have one of each so right. like I have all the stuff and it's mm-hmm. you know it's like you don't hang on to like the little details as much like they're yeah. still important but like it's just a little different mm-hmm. because it's not your first rodeo right you know? yeah. and, um, it's yeah. not, it's not all new anymore. And so like, it's still exciting. It's just different. Yeah. And so I feel like if I had already had like one of each, then like maybe just surprise me, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. cause then it's a little, it's a different experience, yeah. but I feel like Tiffany, you have a lot to say about this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, um, I had to know, I couldn't even wait for the reveal. Yeah. Like, I just, I needed to know, um, cause in my mind we were only wanting two and like, if it's another boy, I just I needed a minute to like register that because I had always wanted a girl as well. I mean, obviously, like I excited and I think about like my relationship with Amanda and growing up and being super close in age and both being the same gender was like awesome. We're, we've been best friends our whole life. Um, and I want that for Bradley and Cameron wanted another boy. So I was outnumbered anyway. <laughs> but um, yeah, I think for me, I wanted more time to like have that, that minute, that moment to grieve before the baby gets here. Like I wouldn't have wanted to find out on that day and then just be like, mm-hmm. you know, shocked by it. And then like need that time to be like, okay, I had all of this, mm-hmm. you know, girl stuff in mind and you know, that's not going to be a thing. I would rather just like cancel that out in the beginning as early as possible and have the rest mm-hmm. of my pregnancy to kind of prepare for a house full of boys <laughs> but it is I mean it, it it's hard because you you know you always it's not even just like having kids but like there's so many different things in your life that you grow up your whole life thinking that things are going to be a certain way are different it's like you know you really have to just take a step back and be like well you know you can't plan everything and mm-hmm. everything is it, it ends up being what it's yeah. supposed to be and um you know and 
but you know, I'm excited now. Like it, at, yeah. at first I was just like, okay, I kind of feel like I had to like mourn the loss of a child. I never, you know, right. It, or, right. Cause you're, you're mourning like yeah. the idea, the idea that you had right. the picture yeah. that you had. Right. You and know? then that's just like mm-hmm. perfect scenario. Like this girl, this girl child that I would have would let me put bows and dresses and do her hair and everything. And like, yeah, that's a reality, Yeah. You know, like she can really look, yeah, yeah, look up to Bradley and be like, I don't want, I want to do the boy stuff with, you know, yeah. my older brother. Mm-hmm. Totally yeah. be like, I'm not wearing any of that. And basically, I end up with, with another boy anyway. <laughs> yeah. Um. So yeah, everything doesn't, you know, always work out mm-hmm. as planned. But um. But I think, I think everyone has it a little bit if they are, they are wanting one or the other, and right. you know, mm-hmm. you have to yeah. take mm-hmm. that time to just accept it. Right. So I have like a small well I don't know it's like yeah I have like a small confession um so we did like the whole like gender reveal with Hayden we got like these like smoke um not smoke well it's like uh yeah it was kind of like the smoke powder mm-hmm. like the colored powder guns whatever that you like blast off um and they came in like the day before or the day they came in that day and then I was able to get like a small group of our family together and we blasted them off across the street well, when we opened them up, there was a little bit of blue powder in the box. Oh, oh my God. What? I didn't know that. <laughs> I, yeah, didn't I didn't either. tell anybody. Well, so there was, so Adam and I saw it and we both just stared at each other like, does this mean it's a boy? There was still a part of me that was like, well, what if though, like it just had mixed with like others and it maybe doesn't mean anything. Well, or you know? somebody accidentally dropped the powder in there. Oh my God. Or that. You don't know. Right. So, mm-hmm. but. There was also a part of me that was like, it's a fucking boy. Right. <laughs> so I already, we had already kind of like knew, yeah. right, before I did there that. Was a high chance but, that it, right. Yes, it was a bigger chance that it was. So I'm, I'm actually glad. I feel like that was like divine intervention sprinkled a little bit of that powder in there because it gave me a minute. It gave me time to like process that it's a boy. And then I actually did start getting excited for a boy. Yeah. And so the excitement that you see in the video is true excitement because mm-hmm. then it was like, okay, it is a boy, you know? Yeah. Um, but like, I'm, I'm actually like glad that I did see a little bit of powder in yeah. the box because there was a moment of it like, really? Yeah. Okay. Mm, well, uh, okay. And I just like, I would have been mortified if like that's, Right. That's the face and the reaction. We're so excited when that gun went off. Your face is so happy. You're like ecstatic. Right. But I had a moment to process before. And that's what people didn't realize. They do now. Oh my (laughs) God. I didn't even know that. And I I feel like I know like almost everything. Right. Oh my God. So it's so funny you bring that up. There's this girl who um, is closely associated with my old job at Bobby Brown. Um, her sister was one of our pro makeup artists at Bobby, and she's something navy on Instagram. She's pretty. She's pretty famous because she has her own line of clothing and stores and all this stuff. And she's just such a relatable person. So I follow her on Instagram, and she has two. Well, she had two girls, and she and her husband were trying for a boy. And so they were doing their gender reveal the same way that they did for their two girls. They were doing the balloon with like, you know, the confetti in the inside and they were putting the balloons in the trunk to bring to the gender reveal and the balloon popped and it was pink. It was a girl. (laughs) 
And so, like, of course, they, like, got another balloon. They did the gender reveal. But they also posted in stories, like, their reaction to when it actually went off in their trunk. I don't know why they were Were they, like, so excited? They were like, um, okay, I guess we're having another girl. And, like, yeah, they were, like, super, like. Oh, because they already had, yeah. Yeah, so, like, they had to, like, they knew before they got to their gender reveal that they were having a girl and they already had two. And, like, these girls are, like ridiculously cute like they're like the exact twin of either their mom or their dad like all three of them they're ridiculously adorable and just so relatable but um like I just have you seen like those videos of like where they have like (laughs) they have like the the big balloon all ready to like let it go but then like something happens they let go of the balloon and then it like goes off at the same they're like what is it that's that's torturous thank you like they would tie something heavy to it just in right. case that happens. Right. But this is a really important moment. Yeah, like let's idiot. just let's just put some insurance on this yeah. real quick. Oh, yeah. God. Oh my gosh. Gender reveals gone wrong. Yeah. I love it. I actually don't know how much of it is me being drunk and how much of this wig just being really tight. <laughs> Cutting off the circulation to your brain. Well, a good combination of both. Well, on that note, before Jessica's brain goes dead completely, <laughs> thank you for listening. Be sure to tune in next week. Follow, subscribe, rate, and review. Tell a friend. We need your support. For more information, you can check out our website at www.geriatricmamas.com. You can also follow us on Instagram at geriatric underscore mamas on youtube at geriatric mamas twitter at geriatric mamas and follow our group page on facebook geriatric mamas if you have a topic idea you'd like us to discuss are interested in being a guest or simply have a funny geriatric story to tell you can go to geriatricmamas.com and hit be a guest or send us your story bye bye